welcome back to Anything But Mute. I am your host, Tanya. I hope everybody is having a good week. Um, And obviously, I hope everybody had a good weekend as well. My weekend was pretty... Mm, I think it was very mid. I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, I always start off by catching you guys up with what I did on my weekend. So I didn't do anything interesting. Uh, I did on Sunday. I did go watch a movie. So I went to go see Mission Impossible. Finally, I know it's been out for a minute now, but um, I honestly, I like I like the Mission Impossible movies. I think they're good. It's one of those things where you're just kind of like, well, when when is it going to end type of shit, you know, but nonetheless it's good it's a good movie um it was like a build-up to the end like the way it ended was definitely not the way I expected it to end but um it was good you know it kind of keeps you sort of anticipated for the next part um but yeah you know what what I will say what I took from the movie was I'm not gonna give it away because I in case you haven't seen it, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it for you. But one of the things that I took from it was, I believe it was the, I don't know, he was some part of the government. I'm not sure if he was the governor himself or he was just like a secretary, like some part of the government. And he, like everybody else, was looking for this specific key that was the control of a uh, I think it was a control of like artificial intelligence or something like that. Uh, so anyway, what I took from the movie was there was a part where the guy was saying, the governor guy, he said, we need to find this key because everybody's going to be looking for it. And this key is our ticket, our golden ticket, pretty much for um for fighting like having a world war three type of situation because everybody's going to be looking for this key everybody is going to be fighting for our food our water all of the you know, oil and stuff all the stuff that we need to survive here on earth um so what i took from that was i was thinking to myself like i mentioned to you guys one in in another previous episode that i feel like every movie has an intention so i feel like they do it for a reason i mean mind you i know they're being creative and they're trying to think outside the box but i sometimes i just feel like they made this movie for some reason so i don't know if i'm right or wrong or i don't know if any of you guys you know think the same way but i was just thinking to myself like dang if we go to a world war three that's exactly what we will be fighting for now you know like present like if that were to happen we're obviously going to be fighting for defending our water and defending our food and everything else that we got going on for ourselves. So I don't know. I guess it just like gave me that thought. And I was like, oh, my God, I was tripping out for a quick second. Like, damn, that's fucking scary. You know, I personally haven't lived through a world war, nor do I want to live through one. I wouldn't like my kids to live through one. But, you know, it's like your bloodline passes on like your kids your kids kids or whatever whatever it's just like inevitable you know but I hope to not see that I would not like to see that it's scary and I can't even imagine but um aside from that I didn't do much uh 
trying to think. Oh, wait, I cleaned my garage. So, I don't know, that's probably not that interesting. But I cleaned my garage. Um, during this freaking hot summertime, cleaning the garage, honestly, it's fucking hard. Like, ugh, kudos to you if you work out. Like, shout out to all the workers that are working out. I know it's the construction workers outside. Sorry, not working out. Working outside, construction workers, um... Any other type of job that consists of doing that. I know some of the city people work out, um, you know, electricians and so forth, you know. But shout out to all of you guys because that is not easy, honestly, having to deal with the heat. It's crazy. So when I was cleaning out the garage, obviously I was like hot. I was sweaty. It was just a whole mess. But nonetheless, did that. So garage is clean. I could check that off my list. Um what else well actually i went back to school guys so i did end up quitting my job already i quit my job the one that i had the um the my full time obviously i did end up quitting that um because like i said before they didn't want to work with my school schedule and i'm at a point in my life where i want to prioritize school um, but again, I cannot afford not to be working, so I am doing part-time for now, and then I'll just figure out my situation. Whatever it is, of course, I'm looking for a full-time because, you know, these bills have to get paid, but, you know, whatever. I just, I decided to go back, and I was excited. It's been a minute. I was excited and nervous i'm not gonna lie it's been a minute since i've been inside a classroom setting so it was just kind of like oh my god it was one of those things where literally guys i was driving i i left an hour early from my house because i was just like thinking if there's traffic whatever whatever i ended up getting there 30 minutes early by the way but um yeah so i was thinking is what if there's traffic which there was but it wasn't as bad and then, so I'm on my way to school, and I'm driving, and I start getting, like, this sensation, like, oh my gosh, I'm getting the bubble guts, like, what the heck, like, I start feeling like I have to pee and take a shit at the same time, and I'm like, okay, relax, this is just you being nervous, and yeah, sure enough, like, it was just me being nervous, it went away once I got to the classroom, Um, it was pretty, pretty busy there was it was a full classroom so that's exciting you know sometimes when it's empty it's kind of like eh, pretty lame but it was a full classroom um i it was an art class for so yesterday was my astronomy class today was my uh art class which was it was pretty fun um i'm hoping to learn a lot of different things how to um, expand my creativity, you know, and how to shade, do shading, how to do realistic images, uh, landscape, all that good stuff, you know, um, that you learn when you're doing art class. This is like the beginning art class, so like freehand, you know, just whatever, even if you don't know how to, how to um, draw or anything like that. This is like the very, very beginning. So... I'm not too nervous because I'm aware that not everybody is a pro in this class. So, and it seemed like not a lot of people knew how to draw because when the professor asked, not a lot of people raised their hands. So I wasn't as nervous. 
as if I were the only one that was raising my fucking hand, you know? Anyway, so yeah, I went to I went to class and um yeah, I don't know. I just going back to school, it's like it's all these emotions. It's so much fucking traffic because most of the kids went back to school around here in the district of LA. Most of the kids went back to school, so it's traffic everywhere. Um doing school shopping, you know. I try to do my school shopping beforehand, but obviously the professor sends like a syllabus and they tell you what materials you're going to need for the class so unfortunately I did have to do some last minute shoppings because she sent the syllabus a couple of days before class started so I was like okay whatever most of the stuff I got on Amazon anyway and then I had to go to I had to do like a quick Michael's run to just get the last minute stuff but all in all um it is pretty hectic honestly there's everybody's just trying to get their supplies and um and yeah like I guess just you know everybody's rushing doing last minute shopping and stuff but if you're going back to school shout out to you um I know it's not that easy but just keep pushing and you'll get there anyway so yeah so i hope you guys had a good week i wish sometimes i wish i can talk to you guys that way you guys can share with me what you guys did for your weekend honestly i would love to hear what you guys do on the weekend i wonder like hmm, what do other people do <laughs> but yeah so today's episode i actually so like i always say i'm always going to repeat this because i just want you guys to know if it's your first time listening to this podcast welcome welcome and if you are a regular listener, thank you so much. You know, I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. So if you're a first time, um, I tend to talk about realistic topics, something that you can hopefully relate to or somebody you know is going through it. And I hope to facilitate the topic for you or at the very least give you some knowledge um, on my personal experiences and then hopefully that they can I mean that those experiences that I went through can help you to possibly either not make the same mistakes as me or learn from my mistakes and hopefully you can make your own judgment on what to do in your case but um anyway so I was talking to a friend of mine and we were talking about um having standards like do some guys consider you having high standards so I did have a friend that I had mentioned to him like what my standards are because I'm I am going to be 30 this year. I'm going to be 30 in October. So obviously my standards now are different to my standards 10 years ago. You know, so my standards now I definitely would not date a guy that doesn't have a job. And ideally I would rather date a guy who is making essentially more money than me obviously so that he could be you know the head of the household I still want to work but just to have that security that he's making more money and when I decide to or when we decide to have a baby um he can take over in a sense and hopefully I won't have to work unless it's like doing my own business or obviously like doing this podcast I'm definitely not going to stop doing it but um, just like as far as working and monetizing stuff, I feel like I would take a break because I want to focus on my baby. So definitely I would look for a guy that has more money or makes more money than me. 
Um, he doesn't have to be rich, by the way. I'm just saying, like, just have a consistent job or consistent career and making more money than I make. Um, what else? A guy that has good hygiene. That's important to me. So I know some people don't care, but I do. Good hygiene is very, very important. Um, a guy that's active. I like me a guy that either likes to play um, sports or go to the gym. Some sort of activity. That's just what I like. So as far as standards go, just those, you know, simple things. And also he has to be like family oriented. So that's a tricky one because there is a lot of people that didn't grow up with both their parents. So it might be a little bit difficult for them to understand when you have a lot of family gatherings and maybe that's something they're not used to. And that's not a bad thing, by the way. That's not like a deal breaker. But in my mind, I'm very family oriented and we do a lot of family gatherings. So he would have to be somehow in the mix, if that makes sense. I would want him to like like kicking in with my family. He likes to hang out with us and all that good stuff, you know. But so my fr I was talking to my guy friend about this and we were going back and forth and he's just like, oh, well, I mean, why do you girls have like standards like that? Like, why do you why do you feel the need to have standards? And I said, well, I mean, personally, I feel the need to have standards because I know what I want and I know what I don't want. So I feel like your 20s was time to explore. You're like from 20 to 25, 26 maybe is your time to explore. Might have a couple of dumb boyfriends, whatever in the mix. So if that's the case, then it's like, okay, well, whatever, you know, it already happened. But at 30 or pushing 30, like you don't want to have that same stress or situation in your life. You know what I mean? Like by this time, you should know what type of guy you want and you shouldn't settle for less. And I feel like a lot of the times we either A, settle for less because we've already been with them for a long time and we love them and we're just like, okay. But we know that they're still not the type of person that we would date now. Or B, we deal with it because we don't know how to be alone. I know it sounds funny, but there's a lot of people out there that don't know how to be without a partner you know so it could be for different reasons but the point is that you you don't stick to your standards right and then you know let's say time passes and then you're just like oh shit like fuck why isn't it working out or like what's going on but it's like well bitch hello you put yourself certain standards you're not following them so now you're in a pickle because now you have somebody that you're dating and he's missing two things from the list i mean it doesn't have to be like you don't have to follow the list 100 percent, but at least have like some that you're like okay these are non-negotiables and me my non-negotiable is he has to have a job and he has to be making more money than me that is just a non-negotiable for me and there's nothing wrong with that you know and sometimes depends there's a lot of girls that have higher standards than that you know like oh he has to have his own house I mean yeah I would prefer a guy that has his own house but I'm also realistic and I'm also aware that 
fucking rent is expensive, crazy expensive. It's kind of hard to get mortgage right now. So I I understand the times that we're in now, but uh, that's not like a requirement for me. You know, he does have to have his own car as well. Like that's a must. Those are like non-negotiables. So when I was talking to my friend, he was just like, okay, well, but some bitches have that this is this is him talking of course some bitches have high standards that you're like damn you're not even that fine so i'm like okay why do you guys feel the need to pinpoint like depending on her high standard i mean depending on her looks is the acceptability of her standards so if you ding a girl to be ugly she shouldn't have any standards like how does that like make it make sense you know that doesn't make sense some guys are ugly and they fucking have high standards too like they're they could be ugly and they'll be like oh well i don't like to date uh i don't know let me give you an example i don't like to date girls with chicken legs and you're like well fuck you're you're not that cute to be you know picky so it's like okay well if you guys can say that then we could say the same thing about you guys i've been at the club or at the bar where sometimes uh a guy you know he would be like not even great looking but whatever and a girl that's like okay looking comes and ask him for like hey you want to dance or something and that guy in particular that i'm talking about that one night he turned her down I was like, dang, the audacity, because it's obviously already a lot, her coming over, but she looked kind of tipsy, too, so I don't think she really thought about it, but it was already hard enough for her to walk over to him and ask him to dance, and then for him to say, like, nah, I'm good, it was kind of just like, wow, that's kind of fucked up, but I'm assuming that she wasn't his type, so again, guys have standards as well, it's not just girls, and I don't think your looks have or shouldn't i don't think your looks should have anything to do with your standards because your standards are your standards like you know what you want and you know what you don't want and you know what you're willing to tolerate and what you're not willing to tolerate and i feel like at the age of 30 and up you shouldn't tolerate most of the like if it's something you know for a fact like okay this is something i don't fuck with then just make that a non-negotiable like there's no way no like if he does this like let's just say you guys are dating and then he does something that is a non-negotiable for you then that's your sign to just leave him because it's already starting off bad so you can't even imagine like what it would be down the line i don't know if that makes sense to you guys i hope it does because honestly i feel like a lot of people stay stuck in the honeymoon stage that they don't think about six years from now you know, like six years from now, what's going to happen? Like if if he's already showing you early on the type of person he is, like let's just say he's a, you're dating him and he's already starting to act like a little too jealous than what you like or that you're used to. And you're like, OK, wait, chill, dude, like what's going on? You're acting too jealous. Um, I don't fuck with that. You know, like this is crazy. And to me, that's a red flag. Like if. If you have a problem with me going to the gym because you don't want a guy to be check to be checking me out, it's like, uh, no, 
that's a red flag for me and I wouldn't date you because that's fucking weird, bro. Like, you don't want a guy to check me out. First of all, I'm not there for a guy or a girl to check me out. Okay? I check myself out, first of all. Second of all, I'm there to feel better. Like, for myself to feel better. Me, personally, I like to go to the gym because I like to de-stress. And I feel like when I go to the gym... I'm focused and working out and I feel good. Like after my workout, I feel really good and I don't feel as stressed anymore. It takes my mind off of a lot of things. And that's why I enjoy going to the gym, you know, but of course it doesn't hurt to see the gains like once you're consistent, but I'm not that consistent guys. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So yeah, like if, so if I see that and we're dating and I see you act like that, then I'm like, no that's a non-negotiable for me too like super jealous is no no, that's a no-no i'm okay with a little bit of jealousy like let's just say you caught a guy checking me out or something and you kind of not get bothered but it makes you feel some type of way i'm like "Mm, that's cute you know whatever but if you start getting upset you know like because somebody's checking me out it's not even my fault but let's just say then I would have a problem because it's like, what you're mad at me for what again? Like this doesn't make sense. So yeah, like having, I think you should have standards, um, 30 and up. I think we should have high standards because you know, you should know what you want by then. Um, and you shouldn't, you deserve, you deserve that and more. So why settle for less when you deserve that and more, you know, you're beautiful, you're smart, All of us are unique to our own selves, but we all are humans and we all deserve love. And I feel that that it should be whatever you want it to be, because I feel like I don't know, like I said last time in the last episode, I was put in this earth in my mind. I was put in this earth to be happy, not to be miserable. So I refuse to stay miserable in any relationship or friendship or whatever it may be co-workership I don't know if that's a word but any relationship like I refuse to be in it and stay in it if I'm not happy so definitely put some standards have high standards if you're pushing 30 um or even if you're not pushing 30 and you have high standards well go for it like who the fuck is gonna stop you from doing that you know don't let nobody tell you oh well don't do that like oh you're doing too much why am I doing too much like I know what I have to offer I know what I want and that's what I'm gonna stick to there's so many guys there's so many girls in this world trust me you're bound to bump into somebody that you know can meet your standards so i want to do that and as we're talking about meeting your standards i also want to talk about um like i mentioned some of us you know we don't know what it's like to be by ourselves we've been kind of codependent of a relationship or somebody else you know so I feel like sometimes when we've been with somebody for a minute, we become attached to that person and you feel weird, you know, like you get this weird feeling of sadness, confusion, loneliness, if you will. And it's almost like, I don't know, like I remember feeling this feeling like vividly. It's more loneliness and sadness when you have to do like when you have to be solo so fresh out of a breakup when you're fresh out of a breakup I feel like the best thing to do okay so check it out right 
check it out, guys. This is what I'm going to tell you. So I remember when I went through my breakup, it hurt me so fucking bad. It hurt me to the fucking core. Like, I didn't want to eat. I cried. All that good stuff. Okay. So check this out, right? I feel like the first thing to do is, even if you're not a crier, okay? Even if you're not a crier, the first thing you should do is let it out. Whether that take you one or two days, even three days, you can even allow yourself up to three days, okay? Three days, feel the emotions, go through it, cry if you need to cry, like, um, do it by yourself, do it in your car, go to the beach, uh, when you're showering, fuck it, like, do it there. Don't yell, but, you know, like, just let it out. Okay, and then, so you let it out, okay? And you do not, do not, I repeat, do not put that in bold underline do not listen to sad music any any music that's gonna make you cry anything like that don't listen to that shit like that's the last thing you need at that time that's something you can listen to later on in time when you got over your situation but when you're fresh out of a breakup do not listen to sad music okay do not do not try stalking the person i did that and it did me no good i mean i didn't stalk him but kind of sort of you know so uh it's not good so don't stalk the social medias or the friends social media nothing like that don't because trust me it's not it's like a mental game like it's not gonna do you any good you're just gonna feel more like shit you're gonna be wondering all day like what is he doing what is she doing like is she with her friends did she go out with them did he go out with them like you know it's just a never-ending mental game that you don't want to put yourself through so what do we say step the the first one was uh no sad music the second one is no stalking the third one is going to be to to go out like whether i don't know what your vibe is but if you are down with going out with your friends to a bar or to the movies like whatever you're into skating i don't know whatever just do it right hang out with your friends because you're gonna need that you're gonna need that refresher you're gonna need that moment of like being with my friends kicking it feeling happy for that moment okay so you're gonna do that and then you're gonna write down in a i know this sounds so cliche but fuck i swear to you guys like writing your fucking emotions works like honestly i'm not one to do but i've been doing it and it works a lot 100 percent Sometimes when we're mad or we're sad, we tend to like want to text the person, we you know, like we try to find an excuse like, oh, I left my shirt over there. Oh, it's because um, he knows where this place is at or she knows where this place is at. So we look for excuses to text them or to call them. Try not to do that. Um, whenever you do want to send them a message, maybe write it out uh, in a journal. Or if you feel risky enough to like text it, but don't send it, just erase it right after. I don't recommend that just because I feel like your mind fucks with you sometimes and it might, you might feel like, okay, well, I'm just going to send this last message. But then if he or she doesn't respond, now we're back to sad, upset because we put ourselves in that situation, you know? So I would just honestly like jot it down, write it down you know and then depending on how bad the breakup was so like if it was if it was really bad obviously there's more steps to this maybe you need to block them 
Um, but if it wasn't really bad, just don't answer her call or his call. Um, at least until you're kind of over your sad emotion. Because the thing is, the first couple of days when you guys break up, that's like you're the most vulnerable at that stage because your willingness your willingness to go back to that person is like a fucking nine out of ten, you know, and that's where the hard part is, you know. So you kind of just have to literally like pretend like this person doesn't even exist anymore. Like, fuck it. You just have to stay away from this person 100% because otherwise you're not going to get over it and you're going to continue to be sad and stuff. So you have to try your best not to do that. So it's the power of being solo. <laughs> I swear, guys, like there's so much power in being able to be by yourself. The I remember some I was so used to first of all I have a sister and we're one year apart so I'm so used to having my sister wherever I go, um whether that be to the store to the bank wherever like to the gym I always try to have my sister with me, um but there's times where obviously she's busy um uh, and she can't make it to certain things so I have to learn how to be by myself you know. Uh, same thing if you had a boyfriend like and you guys broke up or you had a girlfriend and you guys broke up like it shit happens guys like this break first of all falling in love is so hard it's so hard but it's the whole purpose of life as well like you're gonna feel love you're gonna feel like you're gonna feel all this and it's gonna have its good and it's gonna have its bads but if you can survive being solo you can survive anything. Trust me. You can survive anything. So I like to... Fuck, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I like to watch movies by myself. So I tend to do that, you know? Sometimes I'm just like... Because, you know, the thing about going out with your friends, it's okay. like I'm telling you to do it, but don't do it excessively. Because then the tricky thing is once you do it excessively, you start depending on going out or hanging out with your friends so what happens if you start depending on that and then one week your friend can't go with you and now you're mad at your friend because they have shit to do and it's like it's not their fault you know but at that time you don't want to hear it because you're in your feelings so I don't recommend you do it excessively do it like I don't know like here and there try to find something or maybe like a hobby that you can get into working out um painting um fuck going out for a run I don't know whatever you feel comfortable doing do it because honestly if you can like I said if you can ride solo then you're gonna have a lot more confidence and you're gonna possibly get over your breakup a little bit faster to be honest but Oh my goodness, why a lot of people don't talk about um like the the fucking emotions of going through a breakup. It's like absurd. It sucks like not wanting to eat because you truly don't even have a fucking appetite. It's just like, you know? It's like such a bad feeling. Like you have such an empty stomach, you have butterflies, you're like sad, and it's just like 
fucking weird. I hate it. I hate it. I honestly, I don't like breakups, but you're obviously don't get in a fucking relationship thinking you're going to break up. Right. So, duh. But, um, yeah, going through breakups, it's not easy, but you know, it's, it's not easy, but it's something you can get through and only you can get through it. Okay. Like, I'm not going to lie. I remember when I went through my breakup, I felt like, okay, maybe I need therapy because that's how bad I was going through it. And I was thinking like, maybe I need therapy, but I didn't end up needing therapy. Like the only therapy I needed was to go to the gym. Okay. I, I stuck to the gym. I listened to pure, pure good dance music or whatever, like something uplifting, just pure uplifting music. Okay um reading the bible also works so i don't know depending i'm not here to throw religion on anybody but depending on your religion if you want to read the bible like that'll help you as well um what else did i do uh i try not to stay home as much like i wanted to make sure i was always busy just because if i found that every time i was home even if i was watching a movie like while I was watching the movie, I'll be entertained, but then there'll be times where I start thinking about him again, and I'm like, okay, fuck, you know, and I try to avoid being sad, so I always try to just keep myself uh, going. Um, comedy, comedy helped me out so much. I was always on YouTube just watching different comedians, and that helped me through it, so if that's something that you need right now as well, you know, a good laugh doesn't hurt. But all in all, yeah, like, you know, breakups are not easy, but I will promise you that if you listen to what I told you and take those four steps that I'm telling you to do, I promise you it would make it easier. And if it's going to hurt, yeah, it's going to hurt, but you're going to be fine. Trust me, you're going to be fine. Later on down the line, you're going to fall in love with somebody else and you're going to look back and say, oh, my gosh, I was so stupid. Like, I really thought I loved this person. But now that I met this new person, like he or she treats me way better than the last or whatever, you know, whatever the, the case may be. But yeah, like it's you're never really alone, you know, and if you have yourself and you learn how to love yourself 100 percent, then you're not alone and you won't feel as bad. But, you know, I hope that today's episode was able to help somebody if you are going through a breakup or thinking about breaking up with somebody but don't know how to break up with them as well. Like, I always say, don't break up with somebody in a way that you wouldn't want them to do it to you. Food for thought, I don't know. I'm just saying, I believe in karma and I don't want nothing to come back to me like that. So, I don't really do shit like that. But, yeah, so I hope this episode was a good one for you and i want to hear your comments if you guys have any comments feel free to send them my way i do have the email um what's the email it's uh anything but mute at gmail.com you guys can send me any questions concerns comments anything if you want to just say hey what's up you can send it over to me i'll read it and yeah Thank you guys so, so much. I know I always say this, but I'm going to continue to say it. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate it. Even if it's one listener, three listeners, 
it doesn't matter i appreciate you guys from the bottom of my heart i try my best i know i posted on friday of last week i think sorry for being late by the way i just honestly i had a lot going on but yeah this one is gonna go up on time so this will be out early wednesday morning um but yeah thank you guys so much for joining me for another episode and i hope you guys have a good week and i'll catch you guys up next week oh actually i want to be able to say man should i give it away it's because what if something happens and it doesn't well i'm gonna tell you guys anyway because i always tell you guys everything i should be having my first guest so coming very very soon i believe next week so stay tuned for that but yeah Thank you guys. I appreciate you and I'll see you guys. Uh, sorry. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye guys.